Well, he's alive, church. Let's get the lights back on. There we go. It was good timing. Jesus is alive. Happy Easter. I'm Pastor Paul. That's my beautiful wife, Elizabeth. We are so glad you're here. We are so glad you're here. I want you to know you're here for a reason. You didn't just show up by chance. You didn't just show up by accident. You are here for a reason. And that reason is Jesus Christ. He is the reason. All right. Well, here at Church on the Hill, we've been for the last few weeks been going through the Sermon on the Mount, but today we're going to change gears a little bit. If you've got your bulletins, you can see it in your bulletin. But it's about building your house <laughs> on the rock. Build your house on the rock. Everybody say the rock. rock. All right, we're going to learn what the rock is this morning. This comes from the Sermon on the Mount, which I just want to give some background just for a moment. It is Jesus' teaching. Jesus is doing the teaching here. We've been in Matthew chapter 5, but kind of due to the day, due to where we are today, due to Easter Sunday, we're going to jump ahead to Matthew chapter 7. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 7. Because today is about building your house and building your house on the right thing. Let me ask you a question. What are you building? What are you building? If I can encourage you just for a minute, you are building. Whether you know it or not, you are building. What are you building? And is what you're building on a good foundation. Can you ask yourself that for just a minute? Maybe you'd say, what foundation? Well, I'm glad you asked. Matthew chapter 7. Get your Bibles out with me. Get ready. All right, that's the last time until the end. I won't scare you anymore. Maybe. Maybe. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Let's pray for just a moment. Father, in Jesus' name, we acknowledge that this is your teaching, Jesus, and we are here to hear from you. We are here to hear truth. We are here to be changed. We are here to acknowledge that you are our God. Thank you, Jesus. Teach us in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Therefore, everyone who? Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Verse 25, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the what? Thank you. Next verse. But everyone who hears these, but who? Thank you. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. I want to ask you, is what you're building on God's foundation? That ultimately is what Jesus is teaching right here. If it is not on God's foundation, then what foundation is it on? Is it on your education? Let me tell you, 
the education system doesn't always get it right. Is it based on how you were raised? Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but not everybody was raised with the right instructions. Right? As great as our moms and dads were, maybe or maybe not, they didn't always have great advice. Maybe they had advice from their parents that was wrong. Anybody ever experienced that? You got bad information? Maybe it's your worldview. Maybe it's your programming. Nickelodeon's trying so hard to program our kids. They are basing their foundation on what Nickelodeon and MTV is teaching our kids. That is not a good foundation. What's it on? Survivor? The Big Bang Theory? Have you never really thought about it? About your foundation? How's that working for you? Your marriage, your job, your finances, raising your kids, your relationships. The Word of God has a proven way that works. It's proven. Anybody here ever built their, gone through building a house? Is that challenging? Now, Elizabeth and I, we never have. We've all, the houses that we've ever bought have been already built, but we just went through a very minor kitchen um, remodeling, just as simple as just do, redoing the countertops. And, you know, we did that two or three weeks ago, and still to this day, one of the countertops were still sitting there without water, can't get plumbing to it. This is three weeks later. Just one little simple thing of a countertop got messed up. We had all our ducks in a row, did everything right, and it still got messed up. Yet here we still sit. Now, I can imagine building a house is probably times a thousand. Probably even times more than that. How frustrating it can be. Way more than I ever thought. Way more intense than I ever thought. Elizabeth gave me a call and said, they've messed it up. They've drilled a hole in this countertop. And it's done. Like, oh no, that's really the only thing they had to do. And they messed that up. What are we going to do? Here's what Jesus is telling us, that as we walk through our Christian life, that we should look at our walk just the same as you would look at building a house when it comes to living and walking out being a Christian. Many times we walk to the altar to give our heart to Jesus. We begin learning and we get excited and we've got this fire and passion in our hearts for Jesus and we start building a foundation. And then things start to fade a little bit. And then we stop building. And you know what happens? We start living in the basement. We get satisfied with what little bit of work we've done in the basement. And here we still live in the basement. Watch this clip for just a second. Hi, hon. Feeling better? No. We have to be strong. Oh, our friends. Run to a crisp. I'm not hungry. Hot 
Dr. Pepper. Your favorite? No, Calvin. Your favorite. Really? Chili? Shouldn't be. Temperature's a nice 73 degrees. Oh, maybe I've just got the creeps. How could you? This is just like home. No. No, Calvin. This is different. Believe me. Would you like a tranquilizer? You've got tranquilizers? I told you I've had everything. What? Oh, oh hi. Oh. Oh. If you've never seen that movie, this is based back in the 60s during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and this family had built a fallout shelter, and a plane accidentally crashed into their home, and they went into their fallout shelter thinking that there had been a nuclear bomb, and they set the locks they were going to live down there for 35 years, and that was their first morning, and the mom waking up thinking, this is weird, and the dad saying, why, this is just like home, this is just like upstairs. No, it's not. And, you know, Christ has certainly hit. First day, she's about to deliver the baby, and there he sits doing whatever he was with her legs. <laughs> Guys, is that what we do during crisis? I don't know what to do, but I'm sure doing it fast and acting like I'm doing good, but you're doing no good. <laughs> crisis hits, but we're not to live our life in the basement. We're not to live our life just in those first few steps that we take. It's not saved and done, one and done. no. It's the start. The problem is we've built a little and we're completely satisfied living there. Not realizing that moving out of the basement is good. It's God's plan to continue building and growing. So let me ask you, what kind of building are you building? Do you know what you're building? You're building a marriage. You're building your family. You're building your job, your career. You're building your church. But what foundation do you really have? And let me tell you, you have one whether you know it or not. You have a foundation. Can you imagine starting to build a house and only spending one hour a week on it? Can you imagine only spending one hour a month on it? Would you get much done? you'd probably conclude, number one, that it's either not a priority, or number two, you're lazy. Right? Everybody hang in there with me now. Jesus is going to drop some bricks on our toes this morning, trying to, trying to lay a foundation. You know, when the Word of God hits, sometimes our feet get, gets in the way. We need to move and let Him lay the foundation. I, I hear people say, Pastor, you're stepping on my toes. No, Jesus was trying to lay some foundation in your life, and your toes got in the way. Can anybody, anybody agree? All right. What are you building your house on? The Bible tells us that you are building your house, so what are you building it on? You know, the Word of God, if it's on Jesus' teaching, then it's on rock. If it's not, no matter whatever else it may be, it's sand. There is no in-between. Everybody say amen. There's no in-between. Have you ever played in the sand? Everybody say yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> kind of fun, isn't it? 
Kind of fun, right? Make sandcastles? Man, I don't like making sandcastles. Mine never looks as good as the person down the beach, ever. There's always something better that they've done. But it's hard to make a sandcastle. Why? Because it won't stand. It won't stand up. Plus, when you're dealing with sand, you got to deal with cats, right? Gets in your car. I hate it when sand gets in the car. Gets in your hair. Gets in your clothes. Gets in your socks. Ew. Gets in your shoes. Gives you a rash. Or worse, it'll give you worms. You know, that's how we're supposed to be. Have a little fun. Like a child. Y'all aren't children. You are kind of children. (laughs) Church, it's fun to play in the sand, not build. It's fun to play in the sand, not build. Bricks mean business. Today, Jesus is trying to give us some building tips, and it's better than any HGTV show. And there's only one way to build your life, and that's with rock. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 says this. It says, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. So the foundational material, the bricks and the mortar are what? First, it's hearing these words of Jesus. It's hearing and then putting them into practice. How can you put into practice something that you don't know? So what's step 1? Step 1 is hearing. Step 1 is getting in the word. Step 1 is getting to know Jesus. Getting to know you. All these kids are going through the King and I play going to be coming up in the next few weeks at CHS. So anyway, a little shout out for you there. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. That's step one. Beginning to hear. Church, can I stop for just a second? Who wants a house built on a good foundation? It's great to come in here and hear a good message. It's good to come in here and hear good praise and worship. But who needs their house to stand? I need my house to stand. Good songs is good. Raising my hands, clapping, having a good time. It's good. I need my house to stand. I need my finances to be strong. I need my marriage to be strong. I need real things to happen in my life. Here it is. Don't discount this. Don't check out. Check in. When you check in, don't check out. Stay in and keep building. We want our hearts to change. Step one, hear God's word. Study it, listen to it on a regular basis. 
You can't just buy the materials and let them set. You got to put them up. You've got to put them up, and it takes work to do it. And the more I listen and put into practice God's work, God's word in my life, into my marriage, my job, the bigger and stronger my house gets, my marriage gets, my life gets. The more I hear his word and puts it into practice, the stronger I get in all facets of my life. Now that'll that'll work. Do you get the picture? When God's word says to pray, thank you, pray. When it says to avoid sexual immorality, then we remove ourselves from compromising situations and we don't have sex outside of marriage. Say amen. Amen. We deal with our anger. We change. Do you see? We put God's word into practice. But Jesus goes on earlier in chapter 7 to tell us, hey, watch out for the materials that you're using. Back in verse 16, we're not going to read it, but you can go back and read. Jesus says to watch out for wolves in sheep's clothing. You know what he's saying? He's saying that only a good tree can produce good fruit. And only a bad tree can produce bad fruit. That by their fruit, you will recognize good and bad. Do you know you can recognize good and bad? You just got to look at the fruit. It's there for you to see. Well, what am I talking about? What I mean is Jesus is saying, when you're building your house, who is influencing you? Who's got your ear? Who do you listen to and follow? Who's helping you build? Have you ever worked with somebody that's not good at that job you're doing? And you're like, man, I'd be better off if they just didn't even help me. Do you know that's what some of our friends are doing in building our life? They're not helping you. They're hurting you. Well, the Word of God tells us how to notice that. I recently counseled a family going through a marriage crisis and realized there was a friend that was causing them problems. That friend was a good friend. They were just giving bad advice. Let me give you a word today. You won't know bad advice unless you know the truth. If you, don't know the, if you don't know the truth, you will accept a lie. The only way to know the truth is through Jesus Christ. He is the truth. He is the spirit of truth. And He is on the hook to lead you and guide you into all truth but if you don't know the truth you will accept a lie how many here in their life have lived one way thinking it was true until you realized that's not true what I've thought my whole life is not true that could be you that could be you If you don't know the truth, you might believe a lie. And do you know what? That's bad building. That sucker's going down when the storm comes. Jesus gives us the scripture about wolves so that we can make sure that the advice that we are given is biblical. 
that the advice is truth. We want to use the right materials, good materials, that your house doesn't fall. How many times does kids come home and say, this is the way things are? And parents say, no, it isn't. That's biblical. That's the authority teaching the person under them. Kids, as hard as it is to come home and hear your parents say, you got it wrong. Listen to truth. Listen, let us have ears to hear. To hear what? Truth. Everybody say amen. Amen. Okay, all right. You want to use the right materials so your house doesn't fall. Psalm 127, verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, you are wasting your time. I hate wasting time. Now, I like goofing off. There's a difference. Whoops. Go back. Go back. Help me. Go back to that. uh, Help me. was I saying (laughs) yeah there's a difference in goofing off what I mean by goofing off is having some time for yourself playing golf taking a walk I hate wasting time the word of God tells me if the Lord's not building my house I am wasting my time building my house I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my family's time. I don't want to waste my church's time. I don't want to waste my kids' time. I don't want to waste my time. I hate doing a job and realize either I did it wrong or I didn't need to do it. I don't like that. God doesn't like it. He likes you to be effective in what you do, to have to only do it one time, not two times, one time. Do it right the first time. The Lord gives us the instructions, the playbook. You know, it's fun when you go and buy a house. I don't know if any of you are in the market to buy a house. It's not been a great market over the last five or six years. It's been pretty tough. But if you can remember going to buy a house, what do you do? What's your first impression? The outside, you're just looking at it. Man, that looks good. Then you go inside. Man, I like the carpet or I hate the carpet or I like the walls. I don't like the walls. I like the ceiling. I don't like the ceiling. I like the kitchen. Bedrooms, how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms? You know, what does it have? But you know, one of the most important things that can't be overlooked is the foundation. How is the foundation? Let's start there because if the foundation is bad, it doesn't matter how the, out, how the layout is. It's bad. How's the foundation? That's exactly what Scripture is all about. Let's go back to Matthew chapter 7. It says, therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. Then the rains came down, the streams rose, the winds blew, and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had a foundation on the rock. The house didn't stand because what is seen. The house stood because of what is not seen. The house didn't stand because how good it looked. The house stood because of the foundation. Our salvation is not based on our works. It's based on our faith. 
Our works are an outward expression of our faith. Our faith is the foundation, Jesus Christ. I want to ask you right now before we get to the end today, do you know Jesus Christ? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? I want you to know that is your first step today. You can receive him right now, right where you sit. It says, all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Would you do that? Don't wait for me to give an altar call at the end. Do it now. Start building now. It's all right, we'll do it tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. There is no guarantee about tomorrow. There's a guarantee of right now. Husbands, I would encourage you, show your wives you mean business. Wives, show your husbands you mean business. I'm, I'm done wasting my time. It's time to start building properly. It's time to start building properly. Have you ever thought about building on sand? You can't. You have to dig and dig and dig until you hit something hard. You've got to dig and dig and dig. And do you know what else? Whenever you, what goes along with building a house on sand? The ocean. Waves. Hurricanes. Tidal waves. Tsunamis. That's what's coming at us, right? Anybody got a tsunami coming at them right now? Normal. You're normal. Anybody got a hurricane coming at them? Normal. That is normal life. It rains. Doesn't it? Anybody getting rain in their life right now? Normal. It's normal. Had somebody come to me and, and was talking about walking through something in their life. This person had been through, the, through, a, through a similar experience. You know what they said to this person as they gave advice? This is absolutely normal. This happens. Don't overreact. Hang on. That storm will blow over. What you're going through is normal. The person sitting to your right and left are facing storms. You're not alone. Wind, ocean, hurricanes coming right at us. Let's continue on. Matthew 7 verse 26. But those who hear these words and do not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. And it fell with a great crash. The house went down. Well, listen to me. You know what the forecast for tomorrow is? What's the forecast for tomorrow? No, it's not supposed to storm tomorrow. I think it's supposed to sunshine. Storms. Storms are going to come. I'm not trying to be Debbie Downer on you today. Wah, wah, wah. But it's going to rain. Winds are going to blow. And your foundation is going to be tested. 
It is going to happen. What do you do when a tornado comes? For Tennesseans, what do we do when a tornado comes? Go out, go out with a video camera. Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah, I saw that tornado come over. You know? That's about what we are, isn't it? I don't have my phone. I got it. What do we do? We get in the basement, don't we? Me and my family do. We get in the basement. We get to the foundation. My family is a funny-looking family when storms come. We drag him down to the basement and Pete's asleep the second he hits the bed. Doesn't matter where he is, just tell me where I'm supposed to be, and he is out. Yeah, it's Jesus slept right through the storm. He was fine. I'm, I'm, I, got, I got mom and dad here. I'm, in, I'm taken care of. They've taken me, taken me where I need to be. I'm asleep. I think that's right. Jesus is looking over us. If we're building our house, if we've got a foundation, you know what? We get to the foundation and then we ride it out. Lord, you are Lord of my life and I trust you. Part of me trusting is I don't fear when these storms come. I don't have a spirit of fear. You didn't give me a spirit of fear. You gave me peace. What do we do when the storms come? We go into the basement. We go into the foundation. What do you do if you don't have a basement? What do you do if you don't have a foundation? You're a sitting duck. Well, I hope it doesn't hit me. Y'all ever watch Duck Hunt? Wrong song. No, it may be wrong. You know, I hope I don't get hit this time. I hope I don't get hit this time. You're a sitting duck just hoping you get lucky. Well, good luck with that. If it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. (laughs) All right, I've hit everybody now. I've hit all the ages. Hee-haw, those of y'all that don't know. You know what's great? It's not too late. You know, we sold our home five or six years ago, and we had to have a home inspector come. And he looked at the foundation. You know what he said? You got a problem. Well, shoot. (laughs) You know what? The guy was speaking truth. The Lord would say to you, you've got a problem with your foundation, and we need to get it fixed now while the sun's shining. And you know what? We could fix the foundation. We could pull things out, we could put things in place and get it, is this the right word, shored up. Get it strong again. It can be fixed. The cracks that you have in your foundation are fixable. They are fixable. The Word of God fixes cracks. It fills in the holes. It replaces lies with truth. God did not send his son to die for you so that you would have to chance your life. So that you would have to chance your marriage, your future on luck. I'm sorry, 
I don't believe in luck. No, he gave so that you might have. So that you might have peace, security, freedom, and abundant life. Here it sits. Why not make a decision today for a change? Why not? Why not? The resources and materials are there for building your house. But have you taken the first step? It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Would you risk everything and believe in Christ? Would you risk everything? Because I know how it is to live outside of Christ. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Romans chapter 10 verse 9, as I close, says, Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Is that you today? Would you bow your heads with me for just a moment? Have you ever made the decision to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you tried every which way, but nothing works? And you're ready today. The Lord has led you here today. And you would say, Pastor, I want to receive Christ today. If that's you, if no one look around, would you just slip your hand up? Say, I want to receive Christ today. I want to receive Christ today. Amen. Would you consider today, with every head bowed and every eye closed, to make a decision to start building correctly? Getting in God's Word and practicing it? Plugging into church, into the body of Christ and growing as a family? Would you consider a change in your building? Our Wednesday night has Bible drills. We are pouring the Word of God into our children every single Wednesday night. We've got great messages for our youth every Wednesday night. They're going to conferences and concerts and getting filled up with the Spirit of God. We've got a booming college ministry, just passionate college kids loving Jesus, loving each other. We've got so many options for men and women, for families. But I want you to know, those that build on the Word of God, those that hear His Word and puts them into practice, those are the homes, those are the houses that are going to stand. Would you do that? Would you start building today with a foundation with the rock with Jesus Christ 
you may be here and you may not have raised your hand just a moment ago, but you would say, Pastor, I need Jesus so bad. I'm just embarrassed. I'm ashamed. In just a moment, I'm just going to ask you to step out and walk up to this aisle and let us pray with you. I know there are people here today that need prayer for healing, that need prayer for marriages, that need prayer for finances. I want to encourage you. We are obeying the word of God by calling on the elders of the church, laying hands on the sick, that the sick may recover. That is God's word. Would you start building your house on that rock this morning? Would you give your marriage over to the Lord? Would you give your children over to the Lord? Would you give your life over to the Lord? Right now, I just ask you to respond. Let's just all stand up, those that are praying with me. This altar is open. If you just want to come up here and pray, you can. If you want someone to pray with you, we want to pray with you. We just open this altar up now for prayer, for whatever need you may have as we sing.